All right. So as we said, episode one here of QB Driven and the first you know, topic that I really wanted to tackle uh, with this platform and with this space uh, is really just giving a little bit of background about myself uh, as a coach, as a person, as an individual, um, so that the, you, you as a listener, you know, get a little bit of a better understanding about who I am and, and where I come from and what I'm about, basically. Uh, because I think when you understand, you know, who I am and what I'm about, uh, I think it makes uh, the journey that I'm on to discover more and learn more and hone my craft, uh, both as a quarterback trainer, a quarterback coach, but also as a, as a father, as a, as a husband, uh, as a teacher. Um, so I'm looking to improve myself personally. So there's probably some selfishness in this venture uh, at the end of the day, but I, I hope that you know some of the information that I can garner from people I have the opportunity to speak with here, um, as well as things that I'm sharing based upon my own experiences. Uh, I hope that, that there's some uh, some nuggets that that you can pull from it. So, um, you know, I think if I was to encapsulate this episode today, it would really be that, you know, what is the experience of, of life through sport, right? So what, what is there that can be learned from our experiences? And also what is there that can be taught? What can we teach others? So it's a lot of back and forth, give and take. Um, and once you begin to tune in and build an awareness of the people that you're involved in, the relationships that you're involved in, uh, you can begin to extract information and data and learn from these encounters and learn from these situations. Um, and I think that that's where, you know, those of us that have had been, have been involved in sports, uh, again, regardless of, of what sport, but you've been involved in, in competing. Uh, we do it because we love it. There's something about that experience that keeps us coming back for more. Um, and those of us that have continued with a, a life that is, um, you know, that is, that is tied to athletics and sports, whether it be coaching or continuing to play, whether it be for fun or, or, or competition. Um, but again, just kind of staying around the game or sports, you know, there's something about it. Um, and I think for me, you know, the, the life lessons that I have gotten from it, I, I feel pretty fortunate to have been aware of some of that on a, on a level when I was going through it, that, you know, this was the stuff that was going to make me the best version of myself. And uh, I certainly did not have all the answers, nor did I have all the understanding of it going through. But as I stand here now at 37 and, a, and again, a father and a teacher, uh, I teach, I teach high school at, at Council Rock South High School in Bucks County, PA, uh, suburban school, uh, actually where I graduated from, uh, teach social studies, which is awesome. Um, but I think that you know, I was able to, to kind of pull some things out of my experiences and, and maximize it on some level. Uh, I think, I, I think as, I, as I look back, there's probably some stuff that I could have, could have done better. And, and that's what it's about too, really, right, is learning from your, your past uh, mistakes, successes, and failures to, to improve on the very next thing that you get yourself into. So um, I think that would be, you know, my goal for for what we're doing here and, and what I see this platform as. Um, so with that being said, I think to give you a better understanding of, of who I am and what I'm about, I wanted to share with you my personal mantra. Uh, and I, I say mantra, it's really my, my, my core values um, 
that I live by. And it's, it's really a, a phrase that I've developed and cultivated that is kind of my guiding light, if you will, and, and not to sound you know, cheesy or corny, uh, but it is something that I think about a lot. I've put a lot of thought. I've put a lot of time into it. I've done work on this, um, and that's why I feel strongly about it, and it's why I feel very authentic about it because it truly is who I am and what I'm about. And um, for any coaches or, excuse me, any, any players or QBs for that matter that have been around me, you guys know this, but, um, you know, the, the, the idea here is, is I live by something that I just call ride the wave. And ride the wave is, it's, it's a line, it's a mantra, it's a lyric. Um, and so it's got a little bit of story to it. And I was going to share that story with you and also explain sort of the, um, the, the, the development and the evolution of it, where it started and, uh, and where it's at now. So I guess, you know, if I go back on this, um, I'm a big, big music fan, right? So anybody that knows me knows that about me. I'm a big, big music guy, passionate fan of music. Um, and my favorite, my favorite band is Pearl Jam, right? So Pearl Jam is my favorite band. And my favorite song by Pearl Jam is a song called Release. And Release is a pretty special song to any of the Pearl Jam fans out there. Um, but, you know, it's funny because I go back to when I was about, I think I was 10 years old. And I remember that I was at the mall with my dad and uh, there was a store that used to be called The Wall, which later became FYE, which I think is no longer around. But it was the it was the, the place you went to get cassette tapes and CDs in their early days. So I'm in the mid-90s. It's probably 1994, 95. And my dad took me to get my first cassette tape. And uh, I didn't know what to get. And he suggested that I get uh, Pearl Jam because they had some pretty good songs on the radio at the time. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'll get the, get the tape. And, and so I ended up getting the tape, cassette tape of Pearl Jam's first album, 10. And the last song on the album is Release. And so I've got these memories of, and I love the album, loved it, played it constantly in my room, uh, fell in love with it, have been a, a diehard fan ever since. Um, and so I have like memories that date back to really young Uh and, and they're listening to these lyrics and this song and obviously being a kid, you know, my, my, my ability to dive into it and absorb it on a deep level was, was only, you know, was only so much, but that song stayed with me, um, for a number of years. And so I jumped now forward, fast forward things to my college years. Um, still my favorite song at the time, you know, still something I always would turn to in times of, you know, uh, happiness, times of sadness, challenges, adversity, uh, just, you know, time you wanted to kind of mellow out and relax. It was, it's a slower song kind of has this slow build to it. Um, and so, uh, I just always resonated with me. And so when I started thinking about like, I guess it might've been maybe my sophomore year of college. Um, and I started doing some work on this in, and really just kind of on my own in my room. I don't know what's, what kind of sparked this in me, but I just, kind of wanted to do a little bit of work on figuring out like, who am I and what do I stand for and what am I about? And, you know, maybe some of that was eyeing the, uh, you know, my professional life and a career on the horizon and understanding I'd be doing interviews in the coming years. And I wanted to become a teacher. So there was a level of, you know, I was going to be in front of people all the time, certainly kids. And I wanted to have a level of authenticity about me and I knew who I wanted to be kind of as a teacher. And so maybe it was part of that process. I don't know. It was 
kind of subconscious for me. But um, so anyway, I kind of started thinking like, you know, what kind of person am I? And, and I, I kind of settled on like, well, I'm, I'm kind of this, you know, laid back, kind of go with the flow type guy, easygoing type guy. Um, and that worked, you know, that made sense to me. And, and as I kind of thought of this lyric from the song release, the full lyric was, I'll ride the wave where it takes me. And I sort of took that as like, you know, whatever happens, I'm going to be okay with, right? So the simple cliche we've always heard is, you know, not getting too high with the highs or too low with the lows, trying to remain sort of even keeled. And I thought that was pretty appropriate. That's kind of how I was. I, I never really got super flustered. I never got too worked up about things that didn't go my way. Um, and I even was able to, I think for the most part, maintain a level of groundedness when things were going well. Um, and that's just maybe how I was wired how I am wired. And so anyway, that sort of fit. It, it felt right. It sounded right. And I, I liked it. So I'll ride the wave where it takes me was, you know, kind of, I'm the, the easygoing laid back guy, go with the punches, go with the flow. But then as time progressed, uh, as you fast forward through the next couple of years of college experience, um, and I also played football in college. I was division three football player, played at King's college, Wilkes-Barre PA. Um, and, you know, I, I had a, a, an interesting experience. Uh, I played all four years. I didn't get on the field in a significant way until my junior year. Um, and, uh, and I actually was, ended up playing, I, was, I played defense, played safety in college, uh, despite the fact that I coach quarterbacks now. Um, so that's maybe another story altogether. But the bottom line is that was, you know, the college athlete experience is pretty unique. It's difficult. Um, obviously it's awesome, has so many, uh, tremendous aspects to it, but when you're, you know, logging in hours and putting in time, you know, at this sport, at, especially at a division three level, and that's not to shortchange anything less than division, division one, I think it's all legit. It's all fantastic. Uh, D three playing in the Mac conference with some pretty legit ball, um, playing with some, you know, some ballers out there, some, some big dudes who could bring it guys that could spin it some, some, uh, some real talented individuals that I, I was able to, to play against and watch play in my time. So, uh, that's not a knock on that, but what I mean is I've got all my buddies, you know, up at Penn state doing the Penn state thing and the big school and, you know, not playing a sport and, uh, and just, just being a, just being a kid going to, going to class and maybe in some cases not going to class as often as they should have. But I kind of would, would lay it, in my bed at night, sometimes looking up at the ceiling, like, why am I doing this? You know? So what I meant was there was a level of challenge to it. The, this whole, like, you know, is this really how I want to spend my college years? And, and fortunately for me, I did stick with it and stuck it out. But so when I go back to my mantra, right, ride the wave or I'll ride the wave where it takes me, it was kind of like, you know, there was a lot more to it than just kind of going with the flow. Cause I, I wanted to get my, myself on the field and, there's an unbelievable amount of work that goes into that. Um, and especially a guy like me, I was not the most athletic guy. So I was, you know, a technician. Uh, fundamentals were a big part of how I was able to have any level of success. Um, very intuitive uh, guy, more of a cerebral guy, kind of understood football from a mental perspective. And so I could put myself in a position to make plays, not because I was the fastest guy, the quickest guy, but because I understood you know, scheme. I understood X's and O's. I understood what we were trying to do on defense and what the opposing team was trying to do offensively and situationally and all that. So, uh, again, this concept of riding a wave and kind of going with the flow is like, well, I don't know if that's enough, right? I feel like there's a level of work ethic involved and, and, a, and a desire to really grind that 
this these lyrics, this line, this mantra doesn't quite fit that. And so I went back to the drawing board, went back to work on it and still love it, still love the song. The words still mean a tremendous amount to me. So how can I make this work? How, how can I maybe think deeply about it to, to make it fit better, feel better? Um, so I started creating this sort of surfing analogy. And surfing is, um, is something I have always wanted to do for as, as long as I can remember, but I never have done it. So I love surfing. I love watching surfing. I love people uh, watching people surf. I love uh, looking at the ocean and, and seeing waves. Um, you know, I'm, I'm down down the shore a lot. It's it's something that I really enjoy. I love the culture of it, but I really never did it. So, um, but but the, the analogy I began to create was this concept of surfing, right? So we've got this. The ocean is just it's the it's the abyss. It's the unknown as far as the eye can see. And you see these waves coming in constantly, one after the next, after the next. And as I think about it, like a surfer, you know, a lot of times we watch these surf videos and, and all you see is, is guys that are, you know, ripping on these waves and carving these waves and doing aerials and all kinds of cool stuff. But in reality, like even the surfers, the best of the best in the whole world, like they're not catching every wave, right? They're getting dumped all the time because it's a really hard thing to do. And so what is it that we're trying to do as a surfer? really the objective is that you're trying to get up on your board. That's it, right? And and there's all these challenges to that. So there's a, a level of skill involved. There's a level of understanding of your balance. There's a level of understanding, you know, to the best of your ability, currents and waves and, you know, storm systems and how things are moving to put yourself in the best position to have, you know, success when you're out there as a surfer. So I started thinking about that analogy of life in that there's just so much unknown. And, and that almost every moment of every day is like a wave. And if, if my goal is to be successful, well, I'm trying to surf these waves. I'm trying to ride these moments. So that means I'm trying to you know, utilize my skill set uh, in whatever arena I'm in, whether it's on the football field or it's in the classroom or it's as a student or it's in relationships um, in life in general. Uh, I'm trying to, to, to bring in all the skills that I've cultivated at this point to, to manage this moment that I'm in right now. And that's just like trying to catch this wave, right? So I'm trying to physically get up on my board and that's the skills. That's the understanding of what you're doing. And I'm trying to ride on this board and successfully navigate the wave and navigate the moment that I'm in. So, um, then I think the other part of it was like the wave part is, is so unique and unknown, right? You don't know which way the current necessarily is moving. You don't know where that wave's going to go. You don't know where that wave's going to take you. You don't know if that wave is going to be a large wave or it's going to kind of fade out and be a dud. Um, and so there's so much unknown about what, what's, what's about to happen and what's going to happen. So all you can really control is what you do in that, those, the, the moment by moment, sort of frame by frame, as you try to get up on that board and, and navigate that wave and, and hopefully get a successful ride. And so I kind of took that analogy and began applying it to my life in that there's so much work to be done um, just to get up on the board to ride it. And there's so much work to be done to be successful in, in life or in the moments of life. Um, and, and all the while, you're going to be faced with unknowns and ups and downs and successes and failures. So that really started to feel a lot better for me. And so I shortened it to just ride the wave. And now the word ride has this action component to it, this 
um, understanding of the skill that it takes to actually ride the wave or to ride or navigate your life experience in that moment that you can't just, you know, roll out of bed and go do it. It takes time and it takes learning from, you know, your, again, your successes and your failures. So, so now we're talking ride the wave is this like, you're kind of working at it all the time, you know, and, and yeah, you're navigating the moments and you're, you're, maybe you're going with the flow, but like, I really want to be the best version of myself that I can be here. So I got to do some work and put some time in. And, and so, you know, when it came down to football, we're talking about the weight room, we're talking about film study, we're talking about the meeting room, we're talking about the practice field, um, in the classroom, study techniques and study habits, um, staying on campus and, and spending my time in the library during my, you know, kind of school day hours rather than going back to my apartment because that was a way to keep me more focused. Um, and, uh, and, and as we, you know, continue on, it gets deeper, you know, more like uh, into uh, as I get to be a classroom teacher, you know, kind of how I navigate these, these moments in my classroom each and every day. Sure, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's a little hideout. I know, I go over there, over here, yeah, <laughs> by the heater. <laughs> Sorry, just got uh, interrupted briefly. Um, but I, I think, you know, I, I just started to apply this idea to so many different aspects of my life. And I found so many different, you know, metaphors and analogies um, that this was applicable. And so it was this continual work in progress of, of understanding that, that the riding of the wave was the, that was the part that I could control. I could control the level of work. I could control my effort, my energy. I could improve my skills. Um, but the wave was the unknown that was never going to change. That's, that's what we just, that's just what we don't know each and every day coming at us when we open our eyes as we start our day. Um, so as I continued to hone this over the years, um, and so I, you know, now I'm, I'm 37 years old. Uh, I've been teaching for about 15 years. Uh, I've got four kids. Uh, I've been coaching quarterbacks for the last eight years and I've spent about 10 plus years before that. Uh, coach in varsity football as well. And so I kind of feel like I have a bit of uh, experience to draw upon. And as I continue to do all these things I just described, like be a teacher, be a dad, be a coach, be a leader, uh, be the best version of myself for my own personal selfish reasons. Um, you know, maybe there's a level of ego involved uh, that I, I want to be the best person for from, you know, for me, but for my kids, for my wife, for the people that I encounter, uh, it's a work in progress every day. And I don't know what's going to happen every day. And I don't know when things are going to go well and when they're not. But the other piece of this that, that I, I fell in love with was what you can guarantee is that the next wave is coming, right? The next moment is coming. So kind of the next layer to it was this idea of being present as you're attempting to ride those waves, um, but also that you can learn from your experiences. And when you have a successful ride, okay, now it's time to go to work. Why did I have success in that moment, right? What did I do really well? What types of things went on? What happened that made that successful? What things did I do? How did I react? Um, how did I, what type of work ethic went into it to, to make me feel as though I was prepared to have success? Or, or on, on the other side of it, right, why did I fail? Why did that not go well? 
where did I fail in my preparation? What did I not see coming? And I think the best part about this is if you learn to, um, you know, begin to take inventory on the past experiences, successes and failures in a way that is less emotional. Um, I've, I've started using this phrase, extract data from the experience. So check your emotion. Don't judge it in a way that is, has so much emotion tied to it because oftentimes we, we start to judge things. We can get down ourselves pretty quickly or get frustrated. But if you can instead, um, you know, just find ways to, to sort of pull out the information and extract the data, um, that's going to give you an opportunity to learn from those past experiences, whether they be good or bad. And so now the next wave is coming, you know, you get thrown off your board and you're, you're just trying to get up for air. Like you got to, you got to know the next wave is coming. So what am I going to do about it? Right. Am I just going to get, get crushed, get pummeled, or am I going to understand like, okay, time to take that next wave, time to kind of get myself back on my board, paddle out for the next one. Or, you know, on the same side, on the same level is if I just rode a wave really successfully, um, awesome. That's great. Loved it. Tremendous experience. Felt great the whole time, but the next wave's coming. You know, what am I going to do about it? Next wave is coming. Am I going to have a chance to ride another wave successfully, or am I just going to, you know, be, be happy about the one moment? And so that's the mantra, um, that I've been able to apply to, you know, things outside of, um, outside of sports and I've been able to apply it to life and, but it's also a work in progress and it's a continual, uh, it's a continual grind, but it's also, you got to find sort of the, the love of it too. You have to be able to appreciate the work, appreciate that, um, the ride, right? You have to appreciate the ride. And the only way to get yourself to a time and a place where you can appreciate the ride is you have to appreciate the process and the work that goes into it. So, um, you know, that's, that's what ride the wave is really all about for me. And that's sort of where it comes from and, and where I, where I got it from and where I've got it to be and, and how it's continually a work in progress. Um, and, you know, I think maybe the, the final thought that I would put here is I just heard a great quote by Chris Peterson, the former coach of Washington, uh, Washington football, Washington university, also a lot of years at Boise state before that. Um, but he just said in, in a podcast with Yogi Roth, who I love listening to, um, the quote was that uh, the grass is greener where you water it and fertilize it. And I thought that was just so good because you know they they were talking about Yogi Roth and Coach Peterson were talking about you know this the transfer portal and and how kids are young kids are jumping ship from school to school and that. Uh, you know, they, uh, there's a thought that the grass is greener, you know, on the other side and some other aspects, some other place, some other location. Um, but really the, the, the experience is what you make it right. The grass is greener where you care for it, where you cultivate it, where you take your time and put your effort and energy into it. Um, and I just think that that aligns so well with the ride the wave mantra as well, because it's about your experience and the work that you put into it. You got it. So when you're thinking about wanting more, hoping for more, wishing things were better, you know, looking at other people and kind of wondering why, why am I not having that success that they're having or look at them over there or their social media feed is making it seem like they're, they're doing so well and I'm over here struggling, like that's the wrong approach, right? So instead of 
instead of looking outward and looking around you so frequently, it's, it's time to turn that inward and, and realize, first of all, what, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? Uh, what life do I want to live? And when you start to figure that out, you start to take inventory on, okay, well, do my actions align with my goals? Am I living this life in a way that will lead me down the path of that level of success? Or am I just, you know, wanting the success without putting the work in? Because that's never going to happen. And anybody who's successful, they put the work in. That's just a fact of life. People aren't just waking up and rolling, rolling out of bed being successful. Like they're grinding. And, but the grind isn't fun. And the grind isn't flashy on social media, so we don't see it as often. But I promise you, people that are successful are putting in the work. And so your life, your experience, it is what you make it. So it's really time that you begin to own your ride. That means you got to work on your skills. You have to gain a deeper understanding of what it, what it takes to get up on that board. You have to begin to understand that there will be tr challenges, there will be trials and tribulations, there will be successes, and there most definitely will be failures. What will you do with that information? So extract that data, go back through it, learn from it, why was it good or why was it bad, and then you begin to take that with you as a, as a life experience onto the next moment that you face. Because the next wave is coming, like it or not, good or bad. So ride the wave are the words that I live by. And I hope that, you know, my sharing a little bit about of my story uh, and how I've come up with Ride the Wave that it maybe could help you think about what, you know, who you are as a person. Um, how do you want to be perceived? Who do you want to be? And maybe you can find your own, you know, mantra in that as well. Something that brings you back to center, grounds you, guides you, picks you up when you're down, brings you back down to earth when you're up too high. Uh, because that's what Ride the Wave does for me. And my continual work towards honing that and gaining a deeper understanding of what those words truly mean to me, it's, it's literally become a part of me. It feels like those words, they feel like they're part of me in my DNA and, and my, you know, my heart. And that to me is, has become, um, you know, really important. And, uh, and I hope that something like this could, could work for you as well if you put that time and effort in. So um, best of luck, happy holidays. As I record this, it is uh, a few days before Christmas. So I hope that anybody who's listening um, is enjoying their time with their families, uh, resting up and getting ready to tackle 2023 uh, as it is, is waiting for us on our doorstep. That wave is coming. So uh, best of luck. And as always, like we say around here, ride the wave.